Chapter Two of Wopsy: The Adventures of a Guardian Angel by Gerald F. Scriven, W.F. Chapter Two: A Very Happy Little Angel. Ordinarily, Wopsy wasn't too busy. There were beetles and spiders to be kept away from Shiny. There were snakes that had to be coaxed in another direction. There were sunstroke and fever mosquitoes to be avoided. But that was all in the day's work. One thing, however, did bother Wopsy very much and that was Shiny's soul. If he had been a worrying sort of person, which angels never are, Wopsy would certainly have been in a dreadful state. I suppose bigger guardian angels were used to unbaptized souls, but Wopsy wasn't, and he meant to do something about it. So whenever he loved God, and that was all the time, really, Wopsy brought up the question of Shiny's soul. One day, when Shiny was playing about on the ground in front of the hut, making mud pies, he suddenly got tired of his pies, as babies do, and looked round for something else to play with. All at once he clapped his hands with joy and toddled towards a fire which was burning in a hole. Cooking pots were standing near it. When Shiny got near, he leaned over the hole and stretched out his hands to the flames. Wopsy was watching and was just going to call the baby away with an angel song when he heard God speaking. God told Wopsy to leave Shiny to himself. Now, if Wopsy hadn't been an angel, he would not have understood what God was saying. But he knew for sure that God would not let anything happen to Shiny if it were not really good for him. Wopsy just loved God a bit harder and watched. Shiny leaned over with little gurgles of happiness. Then suddenly he slipped and fell headlong into the fire. In a minute he was all fire. He began to scream as hard as ever a baby could. His mother, Nukka Nukka, rushed out of the hut and grabbed him by his toes, which seemed to be the only part of him that was not alight. Quickly she wrapped a big piece of cloth around him to put out the flames, but poor Shiny was terribly burned. Wopsy sat there motionless, feeling very sorry for Shiny, but trusting God as hard as he could. He saw Nukka Nukka fetch a wooden bowl with oil and pour it all over Shiny, who was very quiet now and seemed to be asleep. Suddenly Wopsy heard God whispering to him again, and listened very carefully. A most wonderful angel smile came to Wopsy's face, and he clapped his hands again and again. Then he bowed his wings in adoration for a few seconds, jumped up, and flew off. Over the treetops went Wopsy, gliding down the sunbeams to the four streams, then tumbling over the surface of the water and down the waterfalls, for he was such a happy little angel. Soon he came to a group of buildings set in a garden where children were playing. He had been here before, and he knew the building with the little lamps burning where God lived. This time, though, he did not go to the church, but to the house next door. First he peeped into a window on the ground floor, where he saw a man dressed all in white, wearing a long chain and cross around his neck. He was writing in a big book. That's the one, said Wopsy to himself, and flew in through the window. Just then the missionary, for it was a missionary, got up to get another book from a shelf, and while he was getting it, Wopsy blew the pages of the big book over until he came to a page on which was written Matangu. Now Matangu was the name of the village where Shiny lived. The missionary came back, sat down, and caught sight of the name on the open page. Oh, he thought, I'd almost forgotten Matangu. And he read what was written beneath. Then he got up and told another priest in another room that he had just remembered he had not been to Matangu for a long time, and he must really go and see the people there that very day. 
Wopsy smiled and sang and clapped his hands as he watched the missionary get his motorbike ready. Then he followed the priest along the forest paths. When they got near the house where Nucka Nucka lived, right at the edge of the village, Wopsy suddenly bent down and did something to the motorbike, which gave a gasping noise and then stopped. I wonder what's wrong now, said the missionary, as he got down to have a look. At that very moment, Nucka Nucka came out of her hut. She saw the priest and came running over, crying, Buana, Buana, come at once, my baby is burned. Oh, said the missionary, that's why the engine stopped here, is it? Then he took a little box from the back of the machine and went over to the hut. He very gently lifted Shiny up and began to unwrap him. Then he got some ointment from his box and some cotton and bandages and wrapped Shiny up again till he looked like a baby mummy. Wopsy was watching carefully, and his eyes shining like stars. He drew near and whispered something in the missionary's ear. Then the priest took another good look at Shiny. Yes, thought the missionary, this is a pretty sick little baby. He may die. Then he took another little bottle and some cotton from the box. Wopsy came near and knelt down while his wings trembled with happiness. As the missionary bent over Shiny, he said some words in Latin. Wopsy understood the words of baptism, and he heard the word John. He jumped up and bent over Shiny to look down through his eyes into his soul. How lovely it was now! Gone was all the stain of original sin. Shiny's soul was beautiful and clean. The missionary smiled at Shiny said good-bye to his mother, and went off to his motorbike again. To his surprise, it started right away, so he set off down the road to Matangu, very happy and pleased. But Wopsy, having seen that Shiny had gone quietly to sleep, flew off to heaven to see an important angel, who kept the big books of heaven, with whom he now had some business. End of chapter 2